Well, good morning. Yeah. I'm just well, just like that. It happens. Yeah. How are you enjoying your long weekend? I can't believe it's already over. I don't understand <laughs> what happened. Um, I feel like I'm, I didn't do anything. I'm happened. Yeah, but I feel like I didn't actually do anything. You know what I mean? I don't know yeah. what I did. All of a sudden, it's four days later, and I don't feel like I don't know what I did. Uh, yeah. It's like time blindness on steroids. Dude, it happens to me all the time. Clearly. Oh, where are you with our aliens? I haven't read more yet. What book are you on? Good question. I am on, I don't, hold on. I can look. Do, 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 do. Seven. I'm about to read seven. What um, character is that? I don't fucking know. Oh, well, who did you just finish? That's a good question. I thought you read some of it this weekend. No, I was going to, but I did not. Gotcha. I what, just I know you mentioned I, it. I didn't. I know. think this is the one I didn't like because I read. Oh, it you ended lower. up reading that other one instead. That's yeah, right. this was. Oh, this the uh, Hayden. Hayden was the dude. Hayden and is it Josie. the girl? That, the girl I don't like. The little bitch, and I hated her. Okay, so the last one was Josie with the the bird that dated her. Yeah, that was the best part of the whole book. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that was great. Shit. I yeah. What are they called again? Like the something claw or something? I don't know. All I know is that it was the best part of the entire book. Yeah, I like the birds. They keep going through many of the books that they're worried about the birds. I mean, it makes sense. They can swallow an yeah. entire person. So it was just hilarious. Fabulous. I read two tiny little novellas that are the same world. It's yeah, it's like Rizdiverse or something. It's the same world, so it's still the big blue aliens, but they're not the ones that are trapped on that planet that don't even know who they are gotcha. with the queen. So these guys are all like part of the Dick Space Federation. Yeah. Honestly, I've like three start most of what I've read this month. So I read far. two books on the 1st of September, so we got to... Yeah. Gotta get on that shit I've, this month. I've actually read four books so far. I, really, I have not. So it's not. Well, now I've read three books, but. I think, wait, it's either four or five. Out of the five books I've read this month, four of them have been three stars. No, the only book that I have not rated three stars this month is the book that we read this week. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. You rated it four. I saw JK. Spoiler alert. I was teasing you. But I don't know why I rated it what I rated it because I just, that's just what it was. I have comments. I have lots of comments. I have lots of, lots of things. Did you, read, be a, you were read, yeah. I read what? The book? Did you ask if I read the book? <laughs> have you finished reading? That's why we're here today. I'm like, did I finish reading it like overnight? Yeah, of course I did. But dude, really? Ask me if I read the book. Welcome. That's why we're here today. Maybe I forgot. What book did we read? Apparently, only one of us did in Ariel's mind. One so of these today, days, I should just like fuck with you and be like, no, I didn't read the book. Just tell me all about it. And I'll just like not read the book and let you explain it to me. And I'll just insert my opinion occasionally. That would actually be almost funny. It would not It'd be, be that funny, hilarious. but it would be almost funny if I'm just like telling you a story about like, we, and then you could be telling me a story about it and I'd be like, but wait, but what happened? But why'd they do this? 
That would be really fun, actually. I want to do I that. I would have time. so many questions. Maybe we should do a special hmm. episode like that. I was just literally going to say that. So today, this week, we read. Okay, so here's the thing. You, I'm interrupt. I know, but here's the thing. Before we started reading the book, we were calling this book 24690. And then upon reading the book, we learned that it's actually pronounced 24690, which I actually prefer the other way better. Absolutely literally hate when they're like 24690. That's so dumb. And it's phonetically spelled out. I know. And I hate it. And I don't like that, but it's not my book. So just for the respect of the author... This week, we read 24690 by A.A. Dark. I do think that 24690 sounds better, but that's my personal opinion. I want to start this off at the beginning here. With this is classified as pitch black. I don't believe that at all. Yeah, this is, it wasn't that I, bad. I literally told Spencer, I'm like, I told you is- it wasn't that bad. No, listen, I told Spencer, I'm like, if this is pitch black, either Ariel has broken me to the point that it doesn't bother me or it wasn't as dark as I thought it was supposed to be. It, I think it was not. I'm assuming it's just because of all the like gore and stuff, but I don't understand how they literally had more of a visceral reaction reading other dark romance than this book. Yeah. Just never that other. I only didn't think this was super dark, but you do have to remember that this was written quite a while ago and it was written at a time when these types of books were just starting to come out and they were kind of hard to find so at the time it might have been considered something that was on the darker edgier side because this book has not I don't think been changed or edited since it came out it what it came out in what 2016 so I do know, as somebody who was reading these types of books in that time frame, they were few and far between. It was hard to find something that had that little bit of an edge with it that wasn't just a BDSM book, because those were the books that were really popular then, because it was like, right after the height of the Fifty Shades movement. So it was hard to find something that wasn't BDSM that was dark. So I can understand at the time that someone would classify that. But no, to today's standards, to what we have read currently, I would not say this is that dark. So I'm glad for you that you did not have to suffer through something that was way darker than. Almost read the second book. I have it on my Kindle. I just didn't want. I didn't. No, I know. Because I didn't want me to accidentally say something that would go past what this book was. No, it's fine. And so just at the top, everybody, this does end on a cliffhanger. So just be aware of that. Also, as I talked to Ariel before about. A few things is the only other thing is I had a very, very difficult time locating any kind of trigger warning list. And I am one, and I mean, a lot of people should do anyways, but I am one that I like to know and read the trigger warning list ahead of time. So I know what I'm getting into before I read the book, because if I know the list, I can mentally prepare myself to read the book. And usually I'm okay 
if I know the list ahead of time, because we've done that before, where if I've missed something in a trigger warning list and then I read it in the book, I am like, fuck. But I had to really research and try to find fucking and literally any list. And Ariel ended up sending me one that she had either found or the one that I made. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I made looked, that for you. Because yeah. I looked a lot of places and I even looked on her website and it's not on her yeah. website at all. So, which is also I'm really to difficult say, to navigate, by the way. Yeah. I'm going to say that this is not an excuse because I do think that people should adapt and fix things as they go. I'm going to say that when this book came out, it was not normal for people to put trigger warnings in the front of their book. That has only been something that has been started being done in the past couple of years. It was just not something that people did. So I was curious and I went back through books that I know I personally read that fit this, this trafficking genre that would have that same level of needing warning for. And I went and pulled three different authors that are currently still producing books today because weird fact sad fact, but a lot of people I tried to find aren't writing anymore. So I pulled three books and not a single one has added it to their books. Even the ones that have remastered and new covers that have maybe fixed things in their books, they have not gone and added that. So it doesn't seem like that's something that maybe it's a formatting thing that is a huge pain in the ass. I don't know. But I'm just going to say that was probably because of when it was released. I do think that people should be mindful and willing to go back and add exactly. things. So, yeah. Or at the very least, our, at the very least, if you're not going to put it in the book, and you don't want to go back, at least put it, yeah, on, you put your it website. on your website. Yeah. Because that's a huge oh. thing. That was the first place I tried to look was her website so I could try to see. And all she has is her three different, like, genres. And that's it. And it just kind of describes each level, but it doesn't give any kind of trigger warning, nothing. So that's the thing is if I don't see it in a book, especially if I know it's, like, a darker book, I usually will try to go onto the author's website and try to find a trigger warning list. Again, just so I can prepare myself ahead of time, especially with a lot of heavier topics, I would prefer them. But that's just a personal right. preference. So for our own due diligence and for our own people who listen, I am going to just state the list that I made for you as a trigger warning. With this book specifically, most of the trigger warning stuff is essential well, to the story. So like, right. we're going to go over it, some stuff. Right. And most of it is written in. And when they aren't, we make sure to note of it. So... This is us making sure to note of it. So the trigger warning list I wrote out, this might not be all encompassing. There might be more that bother other people, but this is just a loosely based list that I made. So take that for what it is. Trigger warning list for 24690 is trafficking and all that comes with it. If you know, you know. Child trafficking, not necessarily on page, but talked about heavily. Kidnapping, again, not on page, but talked about. Abuse, physical abuse, verbal abuse, sexual abuse, including rape on page, which most comes with the trafficking, but it's so yeah. littered throughout that I felt it was worth noting. Murder on page, skinning, draining blood, on not page. to the main character, but on page. And also talk 
talking about cannibalism frequently, not on page, though. That was my list. It's a good list. So take that for what it is. Again, it sounds dark and gory, but I would call this book a glossy dark read because they glossed over a you lot really of things. You really like that word so, lately. I do. It's so fabby. <laughs> we've it's, used it a I, lot lately. We've used I know. a lot to describe things. We've glossed over. I this. know. <laughs> I feel like I'm just like perseverating on that one word for, I don't know. So take that for what it is, because I truly don't think this was even, uh, this was definitely not as dark as the Lord's books. I just this feel like we're, as dark. it's more gore than it was more dark. mind fucky. And not I mean, even yeah, but in a sense a of, of mind fucking us. It was people mind fucking each other. Yeah. Uh, it was mind game. Yeah. But I mean, it, as far as the dark part, I think realistically, the only part is like, it's just gory and like violence yeah. and violence yes. Yeah. It's more, I would say violence is more of the, it well, wasn't. Minus the skinning a person, but that's besides the point. That's violent. I'm aware. It's very gory. And that really, so that is chapter 35 and I did warn Crystal I said you know if you feel like this book is giving you a hard time because I wasn't sure you know I said feel free to skip that chapter and we can gloss over it for you (laughs) and that's really all you need to know and if you don't want to read about it you don't have to read about it that's probably the worst part of this whole book truly and they went into such detail about that one chapter that it made the rest of the book I look like what, what was with the rest of it? Like, why yeah. did we? Oh, let's start this. Yes. Yeah. So this book has three point of views. This book has Bram's point of view. It has 24690 or Everly's point of view. And it has Wes's point of view. We start off the book learning that Bram, Mr. Whitlock, has been in charge of this place called Whitlock for the past couple of years now. This devil's paradise has basically been his father's pride and joy, his father's baby for as long as he can remember. And it has been passed down to him upon his father's passing. That's a lot of passes. And he almost begrudgingly takes on the role because he was kind of forced into it through how he grew up in life. Definitely from a very early age, he was forced to do some fucked up shit to kind of prove his allegiance to this place. And even through all of that, it's not fully ingrained in him that he thinks that this place is the end all be all like his father did. Throughout his couple of years here, he has made some changes to try to help people without totally causing a mutiny and having all these people try to kill him and throw and make the place worse. So he's slowly trying to fix it. He knows that he can't outright shut the place down, but it's basically this place where all these really rich men and celebrities can go to do all the depraved things they can't legally do above ground and have free reign. So they have all these slaves that they've kidnapped and they hold auctions. They have people to do what they need. And it's just, it's fucked up. And we learn that 24690 has been in this place, Whitlock, since she was 10 years old. And that she was kidnapped at the request of 
this man who had a grudge against her family. So stole this 10-year-old and murdered her family. Um, so she has been here since then. And Bram has been doing his best to look out for her well-being and make sure that he can't outright free her, but he's making sure that she is not being brutalized and killed and tortured and having yeah, some of the fates that other girls have. Right, exactly. I, this man, I'm going to say right at the that I don't know, I'm kind of feeling Whitlock for her, even though I'm pretty sure it was the other. When it be just first started and they were introducing everybody, I was like, I don't know. The, well, the fir- yeah, the first time it had a third point of view with the other guy, I was like, is this supposed to be a love try? It wasn't. So it wasn't even that. It was because but I think it was even before they did the third point of view because they brought West in. And the way he's portrayed in not his chapters is he comes across as this really like dope ass dude. And yeah. I, like, I just listen, I still haven't trusted I, though. Okay. No, because I have comments. And okay. Anytime he was on the page, even from the very beginning, I just said, I don't know, Wes gives me gross vibes. And like, you can feel the vibes through the pages. And so it was, even from the very beginning, I literally in my brain kept going, I have to be super fucked up or something because Bram is great. And yeah, but I did. I have a few comments, so... Well, so we learned that he's been doing this and trying to protect her the best he can because he has loved her basically at first sight from a young age. But he knows he can't have her. He knows as this leader, he can't allow himself to have her because that would show weakness. And he she would be the death of him because he would show all his love to her. Bloody, bloody, blah. Boring. Okay. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like, <laughs> so we meet 24690 or Everly, as we have learned. We just call her Everly so I don't have to keep saying that. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. We, learn, great. we meet Everly as her master, this Vicolette guy that has had her for the past 14 years since she was 10, is murdered. We happen upon this scene where the guards are there accusing her of being the murderer and some of the guards know their place and do their job but some of the guards know what kind of place this is and have been there for a long time and take advantage of the situation and some of these guards walk in there and they're like there's this slave here and she don't have a master no more fair game they are all about kind of putting her in her place until bram shows up and Bram's like, it fuck, excuse me, and kills them because he's like, you don't touch what's mine. It, it was that, but he kind of tried to play it off as, well, she doesn't have a master now, and now we have to auction her again, so please don't well, touch her. Well, not only that, but he said it, yes. when she doesn't have a master, her master is me, so right. you don't touch what's mine. Yeah. yeah. And then we meet West, our third point of view, who is introduced as Bram's best friend, who has... Been he basically uh, grew up with him side by side. I was gonna say has been side by side with him since they were children. They've been put together in all situations since they were children. He has been kind of forced to 
endure and learn through the ropes, kind of similar to Bram. But he is not the owner of Whitlock. He is just the best friend. And that is a very significant point in this book. And West sees through all of this that Everly is available now to be repurchased because Vicolette is dead and asks Bram to buy her before she goes to auction. And he's like, no, because I can't show favoritism even to you. She needs to go to auction like everyone else. And West is like, well, that's not fair. I couldn't do an auction because he is not rich like everyone else. He makes some good money. He's just not. There is more wealthy people. The status of wealth that place pulls it. And they know the kind of people who are trying to bid on her and all this stuff. And they know Mm -hmm. how much money they have. And so the only thing in in this part that I kept getting a little confused about too was I was confused as to why she was going to fetch such a high price because they, you know, harp on the fact that the virgins are what everybody wants. The virgins, blah, 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 blah. But somehow, magically, this one girl, we do find out more information later, but magically, this one girl is just worth so much money to everybody and everybody wants a piece of her and everybody wants her that they're willing to spend all this fucking money on someone who's not a virgin, has already had a master, is basically used already, and yet somehow magically she is like a god. It, it, made, it made no sense. So I didn't get it. He knew that she was going to fetch a higher price because she was so coveted in her role. She had been there for 14 years, which most slaves didn't last. So they thought there was some secret to her, some kind of way that she pleased him that was worth something and he coveted her so well that nobody was allowed to really see her or do anything and she was very beautiful and it was like it was a whole they wanted what they couldn't have i know it's stupid it's stupid because i'm like yeah but they money with their their toys it's just one of those things because they were talking about how much like the virgins are like the most prized possession here and yeah because they start they were still going to start way above her i'm just saying like i thought that was dumb so this is going way ahead but if you look at the auction itself and the two girls that were not virgins what one started the bid at three hundred thousand, and hers started at what six hundred thousand. they they didn't know anything about the other girl so she wasn't going to fetch anything but that's the thing this girl lasted longer than most people they thought that there had to be some kind of something to her you know, there was that whole coveted, you want what you can't have thing. He didn't honestly think it was going to get t- that high until the other things that were in play. Yeah. So anywho, Bram's basically like, West, you're going to have to bid in the auction. I can't show favoritism. Sucks to suck. Sorry, not sorry. Because Bram also doesn't want Everly with his best friend and him having to see her every day, even though he's going to be watching her on the monitors every day. So. Everly gets escorted to medical and gets checked out by the doctor. And the doctor tries to give her a weapon just in case because of those guards. But Bram sees that and West is aware. So West declares that the doctor be sent to Slave Row also to be auctioned. And Everly is cleared and sent 
to Slave Row to wait out for her auction. And it's clear pretty early on and throughout all this that her, like I said, it's been 14 years and Bram thinks he's been subtle, but he has not been subtle in all his pining, puppeteering and pining and stuff. So they are very aware of their connection to one another. She's kind of just sick of stuff. So she kind of even gets a little mouthy. Dude, about stuff said that she's kind of mouthy and pushing her boundaries and I'm kind of digging it. And Bram was trying so hard to hold on to his own sanity. And it was amazing. It was so funny. The only other point that also I have a couple like pinpointy like picky things here is I swear to God that they said that they had cut all her hair off. Like so it was only like an inch long. Well, chin length. Oh, because I thought that they had said they only cut it like it, like cut it. No, to like so then there was only a few inches. Yeah. Okay. Because in my brain, I was like, they only cut her hair. Like she had so such long, luscious hair that has been growing for 14 years. I just and assumed that they had like almost they, shaved all her hair. No, off. they cropped okay. it right here. See, yeah. Now that makes sense because then I was like, how is he putting his hands through her hair? She has an inch of hair. What is happening here? No. The only other comments. This is literally not super dark at all. Where's the pitch black? Up to this point, I was just like enjoying the ride. Right. It wasn't dark to me. And uh, especially since the rapey scene that we got very early on, what like chapter two, it was... I'm going to use that word again, but it was super duper glossy. I had to like go back and reread it because I'm like, wait, what just happened? There's a couple parts in the book that I had to go back and reread. But I didn't it's like because it was, it was so glossed over. We also learn throughout all this beginning stuff that West is not who he appears to be. We also learn this very early on. He has basically been coveting everything Bram has his entire life. And has hated having to be in Bram's shadow his whole life. And so he sees Everly being up for auction as his opportunity to take something that Bram wants and have it for himself. And he begins to formulate some plans. He even went so far as he's the one who had her master, Vicolette, killed so that she would be up for auction. He's the one who orchestrated that. Bram's no dummy. Bram knows what kind of person West is. Bram's intelligent. Bram has had to be immersed in this world with these slime balls for so long that he's very aware of these situations. West is not who he seems, but Bram is not an idiot. And I think that Wes, like, underestimates Bram a lot. Oh, absolutely. And thinks that he can outsmart him a lot. And it's just... It's an interesting shift to from how conniving and planning out things West is in the beginning versus how he is towards the end of the book, in my opinion. Yeah. He kind of turned into a little bitch man towards the end. And I'm like, what happened to the conniving man at the beginning of this book? His, his whole character development bugged me, but whatever. He also bugged me and he's gross and I hate him. So Everly doesn't have a master right now. And she's on Slave Row. And Bram feels like this is his only opportunity to really have her before she is sent to another master. So he can't help himself but visiting her on Slave Row. And like I said, their connection 
is not really a secret. She is snarking to him and he kind of allows it, which he would never allow to anyone else. And it gets to a point where while they're visiting, he asks her, if you had the choice, who would you choose to be your master? If I could make it so. And she says that she would choose him. Now they're going off to his rooms and now they're going to go get it on. So they get it on for almost a week, have the time of their lives. So he basically is, we can't do this anymore. It's just about time for you to go up for auction. We can't do this anymore. And she's confused because she thought, you said I could pick who I wanted. Then what is this then? Like, what the fuck? He's like, I thought you knew that wasn't an option. I was, this was just the, like, dude, really? You're fuckhead. And if he met all of right, them. Right. And he basically is like, no, I would not be good for you. Like, I am not. I'm not a good person. I would not I treat, have dark right. needs and I would not I treat, wouldn't treat you, how you, you the way. How you yeah. think I would. And yeah. she basically is like, do your worst. And he does. And kind right, of. And then Crystal, the knives come to play. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, well, I guess we're at blood play. Well, it's not. Yeah. This, it's the scalpel. I should have added that to the trigger warning list, but yeah. it's the scalpel that do- the medical doctor had given her. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of blood play, too. Like the blood is dripping and he is slathering it, basically. <laughs> and it, was, then, it was only like three cuts. It wasn't even like. I know, but he must have cut her. So all I know he is was there just, was a lot was of just, blood. He was just smearing the blood. He was just smearing it. Yeah. That- and she was like into it. And then he decides to also cover her mouth and her nose so then we're at breath play and i'm like cool two things in a row sounds fabulous so she's pissed and is like well fine this is how it's gonna be i'm going to be everyone's worst nightmare i'm not going to allow anyone to treat me that way until somebody kills me like this is i'm going to go down fighting she becomes basically everyone in that joint's worst nightmare the guards can't handle her like, it's bad. She's not eating. She's not doing anything. And West is over here all smug. He's like, I can convince her to let me have her. And Bram's like, no, you can't because this is the mood she's in. He knows, like, I pissed her off kind of thing. And West kind of walks right in and is like, no, I'll basically let you do whatever you want. Everything's great. Like, I would treat you so well. I'd let you act like this, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, Okay. Knowing it would piss off Bram. She's like, my only condition is I wouldn't want to be around him without you. And he's like, done. Solid. He wants to piss off Bram too, so. He wants to piss off Bram and he just wants what Bram has. Exactly. He basically wants to be Bram. So then we find out why everyone is so interested in wanting her. So, Mr. Vicolette, the dude that had her for 14 years, that stole her at 10 years old and destroyed her whole family and had them murdered because of a little dispute with her dad. Yeah, that dude, the old man wanting the 10-year-old, that dude. Yeah, the psychopath left literally everything he owned, all of his fortune, everything to her. So whoever bought her would then get his fortune. Which was a lot of money. Right. It was undisclosed at this point. Yeah. but. But yeah, they knew it was a lot. Yep. That's why everyone was going hog wild. Shelling out 20 million for her is nothing when you're going to get billions or whatever. So 
after she agrees to allow West to bid for her in auction, she wouldn't put up a fight about it. Not that she had that kind of power anyways. It was just part of West mind games with Bram. They take her off to the showers because she hasn't showered. She hasn't eaten. She hasn't done anything for days. And the guards basically show her exactly what they think of her attitude. And then Bram and West have to come in and take some people's lives for her again. But the auction gets moved up. They're like, nope, this is going to happen soon now. We don't want to play this anymore. And then they have what's called the tour, where she basically toured amongst all the bidders and is shown how all of her assets and whatnot and it's ridiculous. And Bram visits her one last time, bringing her popcorn because she loves popcorn. She hasn't had get, gotten to have it since she's been there. And she softens hatred towards him a little bit. He did nice things for her for now. Yeah. And then they have the march where right before the auction, so they have a tour and a march, which is too stupid. Right before the auction, they march every single person in the auction down the main street or whatever, allowing all the bidders to... Have you seen a horse auction? No, but I know what you're talking about. It reminds me of that when they're like checking their teeth and checking their feet. And it was like that. It was like They're checking the merchandise. They want to see what it is. Exactly. But it's like before they buy it, basically. Yeah. I understand yep. it's disgusting, yeah. but it is a thing. It, yeah, I understand. That's that's what it was to me. And some of them got super rough and handsy. She became a little bit of a distraction because everyone's wanting the prize she held of Vicolette's money and everything. So they were getting super handsy with her. And she had to be escorted out of the marks and early should be escorted out and then comes the auction in which she actually finds out i think during this march time of all the commotion and everybody talking they about kind it. of explain to her why everyone is being like that and that's how she finds out somebody made a comment that was being handsy and that's how she found out that she was actually basically the heiress to this piece of shit fortune right Oh, that's gotten her wheels turning. So the auction happens and Bram has agreed to let West bid on her. Even though West only has three million to spend, Bram knows it's going to get rough and he has seen the people that have wanted her and has approached and knows the kind of dangers that could be. He knows one of them is a cannibal. He knows one of them likes to mummify and keep his girls for years. He knows one of them so likes to weird, the skin by the way. from his. There's, there's a whole bunch of weird eclectic tastes of the people that are vying for her. And so he has agreed to back West's bid up to $20 million. He's like, that's as far as I'll go. And West is kind of mad about that because he's like, well, it'll probably go more than that. That's not fair. He's like, dude, I'm willing to shell out 17 million dollars that you don't have to help you like even though bram knows that west has been inspiring about him for a long time so the auction happens and 
the bids get high, well over 20 million, and it gets to a point that it's getting bad. And she knows that her options are not great. And her wheels have been turning and she declares that she's bidding on herself. Because if she has the money, can't she bid on herself? Didn't know that was an option, but okay. Throw all the rules out. And everyone's kind of stunned because nobody had ever thought that was an option because slaves had never had that kind of money before. And kind of before all hell breaks loose, Bram's just kind of like, we're going to have to think about that because there's been no precedent before on that. She's like, I've become a mistress and blah, blah, blah. So he's like, okay, for now, until I figure this out, okay. And brings her back to his place so she's safe because he has no idea what's going to happen. And West is pissed, but he's having to rein it in. And she becomes a mistress. And, well. In the word, yeah. In the word. Instead of her being called a slave, she's called a mistress. But she's not treated as one. She's still treated as a slave. So. Right. So she's kind of allowed. But as long as she is within Bram and West's hair for her own safety. Because if she does not have that, that could go bad. Well, yeah, and because she doesn't have a man to back her and be her safety net. Of course, all the guards are kind of pissy at her because, you know, all this shit has happened and it's her fault. And no woman has been in that position before. So they're still going to try to push the limits of what they can get away with, even though she's not a slave anymore. They're just mad. And everyone is, Mm -hmm. you know, having their fragile little male egos hurt because a woman bought herself. Oh, no. I forget that in this world, women aren't people. (laughs) You need to do well to remember that. Fuck you. It's just interesting. I was confused at how they allowed her to just purchase herself. I get it because Bram has a soft spot for her. And again, you said there was no precedent set for something like this because no slave has ever had money before. But like, it's still weird. It's It's blowing all their little pea brain minds. Dude, I'm telling you, they're male fragility is like taking a hit they do not feel like they are enough and they want the patriarchy to reign with horses ram is like the only one who can handle this situation weirdly which and sadly is so enough. i know and he's you the know, one running this motherfucking show because he is enough and he has great kenergy it gives very much when ken brought the patriarchy to barbie land Except with slaves. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. Manston in his little not enough pea brain mind is still trying to woo Everly. I also at this point, because like, yeah, Wes has shown some of his weird shit. But at the same time, my brain still was like, are they going to attempt to share her? Is that what's happening? Because they want her to live between the two of them. So literally, because again, we go into this book, there's three points of view, and I'm like, is that where this book is going? Like, they're just going to no, like... I stopped that train of thought once West admitted to his hatred for Bram in like chapter three. Well, I don't know. I, still, I was like, no. Listen, everything else was no hold bars in this book. I, I didn't know if that was going to be a thing. I was like, just like, for some reason, I just did not get that vibe. So I was like, nope. Well, West can die, but that's besides the point. I hate him. So, Anyways, anywho, 
West is still trying to woo Everly. He thinks that, oh, okay, I can still take advantage of this situation. I can still make her want me more than Brynn. I literally can't stop thinking about Barbie. I'm the nice guy. Everyone thinks that I'm the nice guy. I can still salvage this situation here. Hello. And then he just changes up his other plans a little bit and kind of fixes things a little bit. And so he convinces Everly to go to the movies with him because she hasn't been to the movies since before. And because, like we also said, she has been so sheltered in her life with Vicolette. That's part of why she was so wanted by these other people. Yeah, because he, I think Vicolette kind of knew if he put her and brought her anywhere, like, shit would go bad. So I think in a weird, super fucked up way, I think he was protecting her. Well, also being a shitty person, but it was like, it was a he weird... He didn't want to share her. He didn't want to share her, but I also think... He kind of knew, too, if she went out in public because, like, later on it explains, like, he wouldn't let her go out by herself, like, if she wanted... For safety, right. For safety. So, like, you know, I understand he's kind of protecting his quote-unquote investment. But at the same time, it was a weird thing where I'm like, it kind of feels like he kept her sheltered, not only because he's a sick motherfucker, but also I think in some way he was trying to protect... Like, he had her for 14 years. He also left her all that money. So, like, it, it's a complex He's, He grew situation. to care for her. Yeah. In a I weird guess, way. In a weird, and fucked up way. And that is also way. why he, she was kind of coveted by others, because they wanted to figure out what her secret was. Not a secret. He's just a dirty, old, disgusting man. So, West, prior to this, has been befriending one of the guards and trying to manipulate one of the guard buddy, whoever the fuck his name is. The bodyguard Eli. guy? Eli. I had a love-hate relationship with Eli. Eli. Eli knows how to play the game. And he's very loyal to some things. I don't right. know. I couldn't really figure out yeah. his deal. So Eli knows how to play the game and he wants, he has his own end game in place. So he's like, okay, maybe if I scratch somebody's back, I can figure out how to scratch mine. And we learn why later, but mm. that's his thought process. So... West convinces Everly to go to the movies, but Bram's like, awesome, we can all go. And so, oh crap, West's like, now I gotta fix up my plans now. Okay, now we're gonna fix things up. This is the part I had to reread like four times, the part coming up, because I got confused. So they went to the movies, but West feigned being sick. And so sick that he needed Bram to help him into the bathroom. So while Bram's guard is down helping West in the bathroom, Eli holds him down while another guard stabs him in the chest several times. And West, being the the hero of the day, grabs that guard, breaks his neck. So this, this was the part that I had to reread a few times. And I think my brain just wasn't fully functioning because at first I was like, wait, who stabbed Bram? I was really confused. And then I was like, maybe it was Wes. I'm like, no, it wasn't Wes. I'm like, maybe it was one of the other. It just, I said, or maybe he had one of the former bodyguards do it. But then I wrote, also, he's trash. I hate him. The person who stabbed Bram was originally the only guard that got, that was not murdered, that was at the scene of the Vicolette's murder that. Because he didn't actually rape 
Everly, he just like punched her. So Bram cut off his hand. Yeah. So it just, I don't know what was happening in my brain. I could not focus on who the fuck stabbed who. I think it's because he wasn't brought up throughout the whole book until that moment again. So you probably just forgot who he was. Yeah. So Bram being who Bram is, though. Had contingencies put in place. Right. And his head of the guards, Lyle, um, is the only person who knew of his plans. And so once he was injured, obviously the head of the guards had to be called. And he knew the plan. And West was all confused. Like, why are we not paying him to medical? He's like, nope. He said, if anything like this were to happen, he has contingencies. He's to be flown out. He's like, but where? Where? Nope. It's undisclosed. I'm not allowed to tell anyone. Blah, blah, blah. Which is smart. And walks Dr. Cortez, which is the doctor that that West sent to Slave Row. And that that had died. They all told everybody that she basically offed herself because she couldn't hack it handle being on slave row i so like that i'm glad for that big shock I, awe for west for honestly, her to walk I in i did actually think originally she killed herself yeah but bram knew that she could handle being a double agent because she was already kind of a double agent and yeah. she was like that woman's like unlike yeah, like, west bram is smart oh yeah west just likes to think he's smart no. i just felt like West got dumber and dumber the further along this book went. Because he, star- like I said, he started relatively smart at the beginning. He had the potential to be a really smart, evil, conniving, bad boy, bad villain dude. But I understand he probably just got more and more reckless as the power went to his head the further along we went. I just also felt like he got more stupid throughout the whole book. Well, and like you said, that's exactly what happens. And that's what happens in real life. Mm-hmm. The bad guys, too. They get sloppy and the power gets their heads and they make mistakes and they do. They get dumber. It's just it is what it is. And he really he spiraled and could not handle the the upkeep. With Bram gone, severely injured, wounded. Yeah, severely wounded, taken out. They're not sure if he's going to even make it to the hospital. West starts in. He goes, well, no, I I am second in command i've been here i've been his childhood friend forever if anyone's gonna take over it's me and he starts taking over he finds though that all of a sudden he's been locked out of all the security cameras and cannot erase what they did to bram passwords got changed so bram had that contingency as well he's spiraling because he's like this is not working well and also to his detriment He makes one of the bigger mistakes and shows his cards too early to Everly and revokes her status as mistress. And nope, you're in charge. You're my slave. Found out you actually did not get the fortune. We found out. So now you're a slave. So now you belong to me. Well, she's hysterical because Bram might be dead. So then he's lying, by the way, because he doesn't actually know anything because he can't. No, he knows nothing. Literally anything. Nobody will tell him anything. No, like he's not on the list. Honestly, I feel like even though, you know, all the guards and stuff do their own, like whatever the fuck they want. I think that they have such a loyalty still to Bram because he's been doing it for a while that even they don't trust this motherfucker. And they're like, we're not going to tell you all these things. And again, like Bram had and all you this can shit tell already set up. As we go forward, that it's only like some of the newer guards and the younger guards that are 
following yeah because even Weston when falling in line yeah and even when certain things happen later on like even the people who have been there for eternity and knew how things were they still have a love of Bram they had to explain some stuff to him like bro you're an idiot like <laughs> it's essentially what it ends up being and he is I fucking hate him so much Oh, West immediately calls a meeting of all the main masters, the the five, like, highest-ranking masters of blood, to basically feel out how much backing he would have as someone who took over. And he basically is like, well, I plan to reinstate the cradle. So the cradle is where all the underage children are that have been taken. And prior to Graham's reign... Children were fair game and totally all good. That's how Everly came to be in this world, etc. But Bram put a stop to that and did not let people enter the auction until they were of age. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, there were so many children that were, they did not continue taking children to add to the cradle, but there were still so many children that were still there. So they just stayed there waiting to age up to be in the auction because they knew too much. Yeah. And West assured the main masters that one of his first changes were to be to add back the cradle, appeal to that clientele. So he basically left that meeting happy, feeling like they had their backing. He also showed off Everly as his slave. In the ass man, which honestly, again, was short-sighted and was to his detriment because he's an idiot because he doesn't think ahead that's the difference he acts rashly he acts and on doesn't... impulse and yes. what he wants in the moment and he doesn't look forward to what the ramifications doesn't are going to be once he does the things. have the patience to plan things out he's just reckless um so there is a temporary high leader while lyle the high leader is at the hospital can I just say, I Ram. really liked Lyle a lot. Like, weirdly, yeah. I liked Lyle. Me too. I was hoping he was going to get a, a book. He's a sweet man. Well, he's not. <laughs> we'll get there, but what? spoiler, Lyle does not get a book. So the temporary high leader that was left in charge, West is getting very frustrated because he's not giving him very much information because Lyle just connects with him, like, one way and just gives him the information because and the instructions. Wes also thinks that it's a given that West is going to be the leader. Right. And right. so he thinks it's stupid to have this temporary one where he should have all this information because he already knows ahead of time he is going to be whatever. So he deserves to know right. all these things. And again, he's not thinking rationally. He's just, he's so big on the, this is what I want because I want everything Bram has. And he's not he, like, he just assumed that once Bram's gone and out, like he's instant put in there and like, Happy day for him. Motherfucker. No happy days. No. So, okay. So, the Fonz is not here. So, that'd be a fun time. Hey. Sorry, I'm hey. done. Oh. He has been instructed that there was a grave mistake made in all the commotion and trying to take care of Bram that Everly wasn't placed in, like, basically protective custody. And that needs to be rectified. And West is pissed. So the temporary high leader takes Everly and brings her to the cradle. 
for safekeeping. And Everly's enjoying her time with the children. She has never really gotten to be there much. And these girls, I mean, Everly had to do it when she was 10, which is insane. But these girls, when they're brought in and kidnapped, they're given hysterectomies. So that's not... about that later on. Later? Not now? Oh, okay. So she's there for four days. And Wes is getting madder and madder that his woman, his slave has been taken from him and that he's not getting any information. He is spiraling. Spiraling. And then on the fourth day, no, so then, God, great. The written action raffle. Oh my God. I think that's like the second time we brought that up in any episodes before. So now the temporary high leader comes and informs West that Bram has passed and that yeah, he's very big on that word. If he is proven to be innocent, he had to make sure to get that in, that he would be put in the new main master of Whitlock and that it actually would be his two reign. Yeah. So it was at this point, too, where I had to write a note and I said either I want to be delusional in not wanting Bram dead or he's not actually dead and is fucking with Wes. And I said, oh, if he dies, does he get out? Because he had made comments about it before, how like he's been stuck and like he would want to get out. But no, literally at this point in the story, I was like, I really want to be delusional and be like, he's not dead. At this point for me, it was, I truly didn't think he was dead. But the only reason that I had that thought process too that the please be I want this to be a thing that he's not dead because if I've learned anything through not so much reading but through watching things if you do not see the character die right there in front of you on screen on page literally in the room them dead nine times out of ten they aren't dead his five steps ahead and his contingency plans. And that's why the only reason I was like, okay, I don't actually believe he's dead. But my problem is that, okay, so what kind of situation is he going to allow Everly to be put in right now? That he's going to sit on the sidelines and allow? But honestly, maybe it wasn't even so much he like could sit on the sidelines. It could have just been a recovery time too. Like he can't physically literally do anything or he could have been in a coma. Well, like, somebody there was a could lot, there was have a lot. smuggled him out or something. There was, a, there was a lot of things up in the air, but I mean, they go to his funeral. Like they do. A, and then it so, got to the point. Right. I was like, man, so, if he ain't dead, they're really playing this shit up, man. <laughs> because right. A lot so of dead now, talk. now West. OK, now I need to make sure. So they hop on a helicopter to go view his body and make sure that this fucker's dead in. West mind and he graciously allows Everly to come with him so she could say her goodbyes garbage but he forces her to pretend to be his wife the whole time which then plants the seed in his brain of no that would be the ultimate fuck you I will make her my real wife so here's the thing this man mentions marriage and kids to Everly he goes, we could get, he does. I read it. Yeah, but I know. But I'm he saying. He was going to take them from the cradle. Okay. 
Because in my brain, all I could think of, because I didn't even realize that he was going to do that. Because when I read that and he was like, we can have kids, we can get married. And I was like, I'm pretty sure his words were, I will get you kids. He said, did you like the kids here? I could give you one. You could be a wife and a mother. I can make the dreams you never imagined come true. Would you like that? Okay. So I missed that because originally I thought he said that we could have kids and a baby. And in my brain, yeah, I was no. like, he doesn't this gonna dumbass. going to take them from the cradle. I was like, doesn't this dumbass know she can't have fucking kids? Like, which no, does to he be, not realize? Listen, to be honest, he is giving delus- his slave children is not what she wants. No. And to be honest, he is delusional enough in his own brain that maybe he can think that he has some like super ass sperm to bypass her hysterectomy. And no, like, he totally this said woman. he was going to take them from the cradle and get cool. Them to her. He's a garbage human and, being. And I hate him. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. after he was saying that stuff and then after a couple other things happened, I just said that West is such a dumb man and I hope Everly kills him. That was my whole thought process towards like this end portion of the book, too. So they Brain. go to the viewing and they see Lyle there and he is there visible so that West can make sure that he's actually dead. So she's a sobbing mess and Lyle hands her a little black book that Bram has carried around a few times. And it's his book of poems that he has written. He says to open it up right to the middle. And that poem will give her some hope in her times of darkness. And she just kind of holds it around. Wes gets really pissy about it. And then they go later to the funeral. And the night before, the after the viewing, West had to make sure that Bram was truly dead before he totally, I guess, fucked shit up. Um, but she was like distraught. He's like, I'll draw you a bath. Like, I'll get you all, I'll relax and I'll, I'll take care of you. But he put her in this bath of not water, but this like oil that basically paralyzed her. And when they do the auctions and everything too, with all of the mm-hmm. girls, that's how they get them to be super compliant and everything during the auction. Yeah. And not kind it's of not bit. only a paralytic, but it's also like arousal and everything. It's yeah. Like aphrodisiac that you're. It's a whole thing. It, it messes with all your. And he, instead of just putting a little on her skin, he put her in a bath in of it. it. So it was way worse than she's ever had ever and forces an interaction with her and forces her to derive pleasure out of the interaction that she does not want. But so then at the funeral, she's a mess. Not only is she wrecked at the thought of Bram, but all that happened last night and he won't stop touching her and pretending to be her husband. And she just can't handle it anymore. She just loses it and starts screaming at him, calling him a rapist, calling him all kinds of things. And now they're in public. They're in the real world, not underneath at Whitlock. And that's not great for him. He basically tries to play it off. Oh, she's just so distressed and like hauls her ass into the limo to get her back to the hotel. Yeah, it's extremely brutal in the limo. He's so angry with her and he's so angry with how she's reacting that he basically snaps you want to accuse me of being a rapist i'm going to be be one one. and he literally is so brutal and takes her in the ass with no preparation and then she starts bleeding profusely yeah um and afterwards she's vomiting she's a mess yeah and of course like after everything he's like shit lyle is going to be absolutely livid 
And he's he's like, how am I going to explain this one? Because he knows that there's going to be a whole bunch of guards at the place. Yeah. And he's trying to hide it. And she's fucking bleeding and soaking. And bawling and vomiting. It was rough. It was rough. And so, of course, Lyle and Eli are there because he's convinced everyone else to go and leave. But Lyle won't. And Lyle's getting suspicious. So... Eli comes up behind him and slices his throat. And that is and why I was Lyle like, doesn't get a book. I know, because he was trying to protect her. A, I, I mean, know. It was He's Bram's, a good doobie. He was a good one because, you know, it was Bram's thing where, like, that, those were the contingencies. And I know Lyle was doing his job, but he did seem to actually care about her well-being. And I understand, like, protecting the whatever But at the same time, like, he literally was a good man. And this was also, I think, when Eli started to turn a little bit, too, because he was seeing the depravity that West was capable of. Yeah. He was trying to be, like, kind to her and this, that, and the next thing. And not only that, but he was, like, asking her, he's like, is it true what you do for the children in the cradle? And she was like, I don't understand what you're talking about, like. Do you sing to them at night? Do you like to get them bedtime story? Like, you know, do you, do you care for them? Yeah. Be a they human being ha- kind of thing. Yeah. They don't right. have that. If I can do this for them, I was there once. I understand right. how it is. He's so in awe of her and she basically like gains a fan of her. Wes comes in and they're talking and they're like, we could get rid of the cradle. We could send these kids home. And Wes is like, no. And then fine. Sure. Marry me right now, tonight kind of thing. And I will make sure the cradle. Like, yeah, exactly. And spoiler, he's a liar. Oh, he's a fucking liar. So she marries (laughs) him under a lot of duress. Basically, if you don't marry me, I will slaughter every single one of them kind of thing. Yeah, not a good person. He is very deranged at this point. So they get married. It's not even really legal because he marries her under... Everly Vicolette because obviously so that was the thing like in my brain re- when I saw that I was like yeah but I don't think that would be technically legal so like he technically not. couldn't have access to any of her money because it's not her actual name but that's probably the name that the money was left in oh, that's true imagine if so, it wasn't how funny that it would be can't be left in her <laughs> real name because she was kidnapped that's true I still think it would have been yes it would have been funny so they go back to Whitlock. He has this grand speech in front of everybody in the main courtyard and everything, explaining all the new changes, explaining how he's going to bring back public executions, public punishments, basically a free-for-all of do whatever you want. Basically, that he's reopening the cradle and the auction will start almost immediately. Yeah. And basically... So he back- went back on his word almost immediately. Yes. And basically turning everything back to how it was before Bram took over and before Bram had made all those changes. But then he literally makes her announce that the options will happen. For the cradle. It's awful. Like he is just getting more and more unhinged the further along this goes. Yes. So he notices that... The highest ranking master was absent from his speech, even though he summoned everyone to be there. So he marches right the fuck to his house and is like, what the fuck? And he's like, 
it's okay, Everly. Come with me. You're going to see your friend that was rooming with you on Slave Row because that's the guy who bought her. And it's all going to be, you're going to get to chat with her and I'll take care of business. And everything's grand. Aren't I such a nice dude for you? And so he gets there and the guy's like, I didn't need to hear it. I heard all about what you plan to do and you're making a mistake. But he's, he's also like, like covered in blood at this point. He's covered in blood because it was made very clear what kind of tastes he has and literally. And that because he was gathering a new one, happy days for him that he would get to dispose of his old one. Um, so that's what he was probably in the middle of doing when they arrived. So probably he was most definitely, <laughs> but it just, it wasn't on page for us to tell you. He kind of shot himself in the foot to prove a point to West, but we'll get there. So he basically is telling West that his plans, all his changes are going to create a worse uncivilized place. And it's going to breed unrest for all these already depraved humans that need these rules in place to or it's going to be pandemonium. Yeah, he says that you think it's going to be more of a bloodbath and people who have been here... They can't handle it. No, and the people who have been there for years respect and understand the rules because of that, but the brand new people who were just coming in didn't live through all of that before. And, you know, giving them full access to literally any depraved thing that they want is just going to yeah. literally tumble everything and it's going to keep and, having them want more exactly. and keep striving and, and keep reading Where, this exactly whereas all the old people have adjusted and they like the new rules and how everything is all set and it's weird to say but like especially everyone As he's covered in blood to, he says all this but that's besides yes, the point one two point thrives in structure but People who already have issues with boundaries thrive in structure even more. Exactly. It's crazy because the crazy man covered in blood is making a lot of sense and trying to put it to this guy who is clearly unhinged and off the rails. And it's really bad when I agree with the man covered in blood with his reasoning as to why to not do the things. And then he turns even more shitty. But that's besides so the point. So while like, Wetstead's arguing with him, even though this guy has been there forever and his tastes are very eclectic and he knows his beast enough to know what his needs are and knows his peers enough that he knows what will happen. Instead of understanding why he's the highest thing. ranking master and that he is knowledgeable in this he's basically shooting him down and being like i know what i'm talking about yeah he's like, arguing with him being like you don't know what you're talking about and he's just like fine and he slits her throat and then hangs her upside down so that all her blood will drain so then west to try to change the power play because he could tell that this man was trying to pull a power play move on him west is like go help him you can help him. And you follow his orders and basically ends up, she's assisting getting the blood out of her body, which is yeah. wild to me. And obviously, so like, we she, won't like, went to graphic detail. No, no but, but she assists that. And then at the end, he is like. Teaches can, her how to remove the skin from her body. He skins her. He, then he decapitates her. 
he was gonna have her do it but he goes but you're not strong enough to do that so i will do it i don't Mm -hmm. think you'll do it yet it was really rough it was a tough one to get through he was praising her so much and loving her compliance that it was because she just zonked right out that west didn't like that because then he was again turning the tables on west again because west tries to play with the big boys and he can't when west can't handle playing with the big boys no um so west is like nope time to go and scrambles out of there doesn't like anyone who challenges his authority to be the best person and he's not great because he sucks so then they're doing their thing and he brings her back he calms her down like it's rough living with him he continuously tries to bathe her and that stuff and does and it's just a whole thing and i think it's at this point that she really starts turning the tables on him and is like starting to be stepford wife yeah and i know that he had made a comment at one point and he goes so he thinks that what he did to her in that limo like turned her it's really not. She really, in her brain, is like, I want to fucking kill him and I hate him. But she is much smarter than this piece of garbage human being. Right. And in her brain, she's thinking like long game because, you know, that's what you should and be he thinking. doesn't know how to think long game. No, because he's dumb. He's a- so she's going all Stepford wife on him, trying to give in to all his commands, trying to force him to lean on her in a way and create a space for her to try to create an opportunity for him and at the same time she's also working on Eli Mm -hmm. and she finds out why Eli was so interested in the cradle and freeing the children Eli's sister is five years old and has been there a small baby yeah and it sucks because like I didn't want to like Eli at any point and I felt for him a lot in this moment for that kind of seeing like yeah, they, did you wonder if they were taken together and he was forced to be a guard and she was forced to exactly so you kind of have this feeling for him because you're like shit he's doing all of these things because his sister is in there and it's just it's interesting to see if maybe he had a deal you comply and your sister will be left alone kind of thing you know what i mean but obviously with West, we all know that shit ain't going to happen because West doesn't care in about anything other than himself. And right. An idiot. So they're playing all these games, but West trying to have her be his wife and be that prominent figure is backfiring on him a little bit or quite a lot of the bit because he paraded her around as his slave and so much below that status that kind of fucked him over in regards to everyone else the way she's being treated mm-hmm. and that is also getting him very agitated and angry and whatnot and it doesn't help that all of a sudden the radios are going crazy that he's needed immediately and so everybody runs to master Gilpner's place because shock awe Things got out of control in the courtyard because everyone was left to their own devices. And Master Gilpner was humiliated because he was running his fucking mouth. And one of the masters was like a really big, like, martial arts. Yeah. 
fighter or something. And he trained his slave. Slave to fight, which, which is so wild. I don't know. Maybe he just liked to spar with her. I well, don't may- know. I'm wondering if that's what it is. And maybe that's how he got off is maybe he'd be like, oh, maybe she can just like beat the shit out of me. And like, it'd be great. I don't know. It was a wild thing. We and I was like, I don't oh, know. Because it was like- such a small little bit. Yeah. That he was running his mouth about how there was no way that he could have taught her to fight kind of thing. And there's no rules down there anymore. And so fine, fight my slave. And she looked to his master perm- permission. He gave it and she, and she kicked Giltner's ass. Beat the shit out of him. And so humiliated great. him. And so he lost it. And he killed three people, right? And I think he, so he killed both of them. And then I think he killed a guard that tried to interfere. I think that's what it was. I was like, I'm pretty sure he killed three people, but like, bro. Yeah. This man. Yeah. Oof. So he went and he was hacking at them. He had like a, what, a machete or something? He had a machete. And so they happened upon this situation where the girl's master's dead, the slave's dead, and there's a guard dead on the floor. And West has no idea how to handle any of this because he's a fucking pansy little boy who can't lead shit. The whole premise of this entire book is men and their tiny little man feelings being hurt. Sorry. They do not have Kennergy, okay? They are not Knuff. Sorry. West is poorly trying to de-escalate the situation. Everly's just standing there like, what the fuck? And then a small little child... Well, they, I think she said she was like a preteen, but still too young to have been auctioned. Yeah. Or if she was, it was a long time ago. So this man has had her since she was like a toddler. Yeah. Kind of runs in the background, obviously severely malnourished, not doing well. She's bruised up like she's not doing well. And Everly freaking loses it and grabs Eli's gun and shoots wow. And puts him down. So good. Loved it. It was. Well, but everyone around is like. Everyone's like, what the fuck just happened? Because nobody knows how to handle anything, apparently, with Graham not there. And well, and all the high leaders all dead now. It just shows like how terrible of a leadership West has. Exactly. And what a difference poor leadership and can make in a so and in her mind he killed someone else's slave he killed another master by the laws he should be dead like he that should have been the consequence but yeah. west was sitting there talking pleading him out telling him he was going to let him off yeah and she was like absolutely, absolutely fucking not. not and she could not she and once she saw that little girl she was like no absolutely not but she should not have taken matters into her own hands. So she's brought right back and she is given quite a lashing for it. And Eli tries to step in and help her. And it's like, no, as the high leader, it's my duty to give the lashings. And West is like, I'm giving my own kind of thing. And it was a whole thing. And and West was kind of like, oh, how and did West you let her sent the girl to die gone. anyways? Right. Because I was. Didn't expect her to just grab it off my hip. And that's what he said. Honestly, was focused on me and the dude with the machete. Honestly, though, I don't think even if he had seen it coming, he He would have stopped stopped her. He wouldn't have stopped her. I think that he's trying so hard 
Because he has realized, like, all the stuff he's done. Like, he's murdered. Well, not only that, but Everly has made it very clear to Eli that he's her bitch now. Exactly. So, honestly, I don't even think he was surprised. I think he knew she was going to do it, and he just let it happen. That's how I read it, too, when I was reading it. I was like, no, West, he definitely let it happen. He absolutely just let her grab the gun. He wasn't really actually surprised. I feel like he was also very young, too, and he probably wasn't trained that well and now all of a sudden he's high leader and he wasn't in that kind of ranking before and that wasn't like he was barely guarding doors before yeah like that's not it's wild so her lashing is followed by several days of him bathing her in that oil and continuously drugging her and then she gets sick and she gets the flu like really sick with the flu the doctor was like, she has severe PTSD, and Wes does not want to accept this. He goes, no, no. she doesn't. She Her doesn't. Her brain is figure, much stronger than Figure that. it out. Figure it out. Is something wrong? And so he came back. So I honestly think he kind of fucked around and said, like, I'm sure she was really sick, but... She's even mentioning when we get her chapters, you're kind of seeing an insight into her brain. And like, because at night she's having nightmares and... Like, and she's seeing Bram. And she's seeing Bram everywhere. She's seeing him in real She's breaking. She's, she's breaking. Like, she's seeing him. She's seeing him in her nightmare. And she's saying his uh-huh. name in her sleep, which oof, is not going well for them. It's not going well but, for Wes. But, but, but to the point where she is trying so hard to create this Stepford facade and trying to do the long game, going through all of these tough situations and trying to stay strong throughout all of that. And succeeding on that part that something has to give. Yeah. So her brain is just. It's just. Because she has to be on all the time. She hasn't exactly. gotten to rest. And she'll time. look down a hallway and she'll be like, is that Bram? And then it, it's gone. And so she's losing it. And of course, she starts apologizing to Wes. Being like, I'm sorry that my brain's not strong enough. Blah, blah, blah. But yeah, no. So she has the flu, even though she definitely has PTSD as well. And, you know, dip nuggets is denying that it's actually a thing motherfucker and so then through all that and through her saying bram's name and everything then she has to convince west she has some sort of feelings for him and because he has feelings for her and it's a whole thing i hate this man so then so then they come to the master's dinner where we learn that the entree is Julie that has been prepared for this meeting. West is basically like, you're going to eat it and you are going to enjoy it. Like, I better not hear a word about it. But she is, nobody really needs a woman here. She kind of plays it up and loud for everybody. Nobody really needs a woman here. Maybe it would be okay if I spent some time with the children in the cradle. Eli can escort me there. And... He kind of backed into a corner with this public request because, yeah, they should be having this man dinner and nobody really wants her there. And it's not really a problem. So he lets her go. And she, on the way, you know, is everything all set kind of thing. Which this is where we learned they've been planning to set Which we knew little bits Along the way. But they were planning something. So basically, they're just planning on, they have a van ready to go. They are planning on getting all of the children out of the cradle to this van. They're going to a very specified location that no one but them knows about to Mm -hmm. the children there so they are out and that they are safe. 
Which I was like, I know know. that Eli's mostly doing it because of his sister. But at the same time, it was so nice to see like. Definitely. So Eli kills the guard on duty at the cradle. They get them right out into the van. The van is taking off. It's just them outside. He has to hit her and make it look good. Like as if she was hit during this attack that somebody took the children. So he does. And then they go to walk back inside. And spoiler, Eli also doesn't get a book. (laughs) And like we said, she's been playing the long game and she knows that he had a part in Bram's death and that she watched him kill Lyle right in front of her. And she comes right up behind him, slits his throat like this is for Bram and Lyle, and then slices down her a couple times, makes it look real good, and then starts her running. And blames the whole thing on him. He went crazy trying to free everybody. Had to um, kill him out of self-defense. And like, yeah, really he tried to take up. her too. And it looked good because of the way that he had been treating her lately. And yeah, yeah, she had been playing the long game. She is. Um, so she was supposedly hysterical, needed West, blah, blah. And she's so upset. Meanwhile, this whole time, after Lyle gave her the book, Wes got really weird about it and ended up taking it. So she never got to see what was in the book, but she's been looking for it this whole time. And so in this height of this hysterical, she's really upset. She thinks she might get away with asking for it. So she tries. She's like, maybe we, I could read some of the poems in that book. And he's like, Bram's book. They're just poems. And he gets mad. And he's like, go get it. If you can get it. Here it is, but you can get it before I get you first. Yeah, he basically. Does, he does not want her to have this book. No. Tells her exactly where it is and blah, blah, blah. So they go into the, the library where it is, and she turns the tables on him. And he starts to bend her over the table because he doesn't want her to get the book or whatever, and he's got to assert his dominance over her. But she turns right around and paperweight smacks him to knocks him out. So he wakes up tied to a chair. And is her victim now. Love it. And she's confessing everything to him. How the tables have turned. She is confessing everything to him and letting him know what a fool, I guess, he's been this whole time to her. And she's kind of utilizing the teachings that have now been bestowed upon her and has been peeling back his skin here and there and bloody blah and then she comes out of the haze a little bit for a second she's like no there was something important she's like the book she's like i gotta read that one thing that they told me that lyle needed me i needed to read because she needs it she misses this man she still loves him so much Mm -hmm. it's the last piece of him that she can have and they were so specific about she needs to read this page on here if you need hope and like She's like, I don't know what the fuck I need to hope for. Everything is kind of shit. So she does find it. And this man is, I fucking hate the dude anyways. Not Bram. I like Bram. I just like the fact that she is torturing him. And it's so good. It's just such a icing on the cake. So she gets the black book. She reads the poem intended, which is basically saying, I'm not dead. Close your eyes and you will see. Close your eyes and you will hear. I am watching. I am there. And then the book ends. I will say, and I know that this is probably not important to the story, but I felt like it was sweet justice. 
she does do some things with some scissors. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she sodomized. And you know bit. what? He deserved it. Yeah. So this is exactly where the book ends. And it says to be continued. So there is a, the next book. So before we talk about that, though, I do want to say if Bram is truly alive, one, where is he? Where has he been? Is he okay? Is he conscious? Is he really actually and has, there? And she is physically been seeing him this whole time. And has he truly been allowing her to endure all of this stuff? My only thing with that he is... He probably has access to the cameras. Right. But I'm curious if he's allowing it because, again, we all know that West has almost killed her many times. I understand that. But I'm wondering if... He has to watch how he's playing the game with Wes because Wes thinks he's dead. So if he right. just comes and out, Bram everyone... is a very long-term thinker. Right, and but everybody thinks he's dead. So if he is just like, surprise, bitch, I'm not actually dead, there's going to be a lot of chaos that ensues. So I'm curious, obviously, we haven't read the second book, but I'm curious if there is a reason that he is not there. And if he, like I said, maybe he is actually physically there because Everly keeps seeing him. And I'm wondering if she is actually seeing him and she's not actually going crazy. And if he's having to play it quiet and safe and be kind of ghost-like and is making small little like plans throughout everything that is happening to set up the severe downfall of West and trying to take things back or maybe trying to dismantle this place as a whole as it is, because maybe he's letting it get as bad because with west that shit is getting out of control that i would see that this place could like burn to the fucking ground and i'm wondering if he's either playing it so he can take back over or literally watching the entire downfall of this whole legacy thing to watch it burn to the ground to either a start all over or really because you know if he really wants like out or anything like realistically the only way out is if this place doesn't exist anymore and I don't know. Obviously, we haven't read the second book yet, so I don't actually know the plans. But, I mean, who knows? Because he has such a love of Everly, and I don't think that if there wasn't a plan he already had in his brain that he would be allowing all of these things to happen. I do not think that he would let West kill her. I think he would step in before he'd allow that to happen. But I obviously I don't. But there know. were so many times that she was on the brink of death. That's what I'm saying. I don't. Yeah. I'm wondering if he's incapacitated to a state, or you know what I mean. I'm just wondering what the. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I am just. I'm curious if he truly cares about her. How he allowed her to be in this yeah. situation. Yeah. On that note, the second book is called Whiteout. We read twenty four six ninety. And it does end with a to be continued. It's not a super duper cliffhangery where we felt that, oh my gosh, we can't talk about this without reading the next book. However, if you want us to do a deep dive into the next book, let us know and we will do it. So you could email us, message us on TikTok. However, you need, however you feel like you need to contact us, we have all the things. Hit us up, message us, comment, do something. Um, and let us know that you would like us to continue and read Whiteout and do a deep dive on it. And we will. If not, we'll just let it lie. Or I'll do it in my own time. Oh, we will do it in our own time regardless. But, but I meant 
if you want us to cover it. Yeah. So it's one of those things. Otherwise, it'll just be me and Ariel texting and voice noting back and forth to each other about our thoughts. Which could be fun, too. Yeah. So so moving on from that, I will say Mm -hmm. that I know this is totally not a popular opinion. I do appreciate authors who aren't afraid to just kill people off. I didn't like that people were killed off, but so, but that happened a lot in this book. So, yeah, there's a lot of death. There's people you really like just dead. I know. But I do like, I do appreciate that bravery, I guess you want to call it. All right. So, moving on. Who is your favorite character? Oh, boy. This is a tough one. I really liked Bram. Like, weirdly, in a weird, fucked up way. I don't understand why. I think it's just because he is very thinking long term. And you can see that he has that soft spot. He doesn't want the soft spot. And of course, like, obviously, he's brought up to be the way that he is. I don't know. I liked him, weirdly, in a weird, fucked up way. There's not a lot, like, to love of this for people. But in a weird, fucked up way, I really liked him. But the problem was, is he wasn't in the book a lot. And then his absence is what made me wonder if I don't like him. I like you know him. what I mean? True. How about you? It's so difficult. I know. There was no animals in this one too, like. Um, I'm gonna say Lyle. Okay. Even though he's very may he dead. rest in peace. <laughs> How about your may least? his fictional character? I rest know. In peace. How about your least favorite? Well, obviously, West was a fucking psycho, <laughs> and he was not sweet, but a psycho. He was just a fucking psycho. But how about Bram's father? Yeah, so for creating this whole world and molding these kids and on it. That's it. I hate him. And it's interesting too. I think the only other complaint that I have about this book is I wish that we got more backstories of people. Like I wish we yeah. knew more about Everly's stuff. I wish we knew more about. Bram and more about it's hard with Everly because she was so young I know but it's still like if we had gotten either a prologue or something with her everything that happened and then she got kidnapped and then the rest of the book I would have liked to see that or at the very least just have like an extra book of just her backstory and her growing up well we could get so it's possible but my after the next book is so Technically, book three, as far as I can tell, is a series of novellas. Okay. So maybe. Yeah, there's four books. Yeah. That I knew. But yeah, but, no, it's just. Book three is like just a bunch of novellas put into. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because they said that her family was like super rich and all this other stuff. And I wish that we had more backstory to the people. We got more. West and Bram. Through West, right. Right. But I wish that we had had their backstories and honestly like having individual books for that would be cool but anyways no Wes is a piece of garbage and I fucking hate him but yes Bram's dad awful for creating this entire fucking piece of shit place what did Amazon rate this okay so Amazon gives it a 4.3 and Goodreads gives it a wow after all these years yep and and Goodreads gives it a 4.0 okay after all these years wow what did you rate what did you give it because we already discussed mine, what you give it. It will surprise you, but I gave it a four. Oh, okay. I So it's funny because going into this, and it's going to be hilarious because at the end, when we did our wheel, I said, I'm probably going to cry. And then you said, yeah. or I could surprise everybody. 
and actually enjoy this book. And here we are. Like a box of chocolates. You Dude, I'm know pretty what much. Get. I'm pretty much positive that Ariel has just broken my brain at this point, or it could just be because I've read a serial killer book prior to reading this, and maybe I was just in that headspace. Do it's like I put you into the trafficking, and I'm just conditioned here. Let's not do that. Jesus Christ. I'm not being trafficked. I'm not being held against my will. This podcast is not Ariel trying to keep track of me and making sure that I am doing what I'm supposed to be doing. We are thousands of miles away apart. I may live in Florida, but I am not being trafficked. I'm just slowly conditioning you to. I'm going to get slowly and slowly more unhinged as life goes on. But anyways, no. So it's funny because going into this, especially with it being labeled as pitch black, I was really nervous because I was like, dude, we've already read some really dark stuff. And again, still same thing. I the center still like fucked with me. It is what it is. It just I think you just weren't in the right headspace for it. It had to have been. I think now that you've gotten a few under your belt, I think you would have been better. with Maybe. So I did appreciate there was there was a joke in here and I laughed where. He said, I'm not going to pee on you. And I was like, right there. Even though Wes is a piece of garbage, he still wouldn't pee on her. And I thought it was funny. But anyways, that's the size of way. So now going- Crystal's uh, shipping Wes over here. <laughs> Fucking no, I'm shipping him to die. I was concerned going into it, knowing that it was supposed to be considered pitch black and super dark. I think that it was just more gore and like murdery than... I don't know if that's and what classifies I did hear that they just... get worse as the books go on. Awesome. But I'm assuming Sounds... it's probably just more gory versus... Right. And yeah. that I can read. Like, gore is fine. Like, it, the skinning part was really rough. So if it really bothers you, it's chapter 35, I believe. And you can see mm-hmm. just if you don't yeah. want to read it, I would recommend going over it. It did make me give a face. And we I told was... you all you need to know. And it really did. Like, that was a little hard to get through. I was actually disappointed in its level because I thought it was going to be. Like, I thought it was good. And I think that's there. what it is, is I think that with some of the reviews I had read. The way it was hyped up. Yeah. The way that it was hyped up, that it was just this huge. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. So for me, liking that dark stuff, I was almost disappointed that I was like, oh, we didn't get that. Yeah. So it was I breeze through the book i read it just fine and again like that one chapter was the only one that i kind of had to take a pause and struggle through a little bit and then like the limo scene was really tough for me as well but we all know that i have an issue with grapey scenes anyways but overall it was still really good i still enjoyed it i liked the progression of the story and that's why i gave it a four it was fine i'm a little disappointed because i thought it was gonna be a little bit different so here we are yeah i was ready to cry as we discussed at the beginning, I also gave it a four. I don't really understand why I rated it a four because I had a lot of problems. A, I went into it expecting more. So I left wanting more. B, there were some typos and some grammatical errors. And there were like weird things where there were like extra quotation marks randomly thrown in or no quotation marks thrown in like just random weird things here and there Mm -hmm. Uh, and also my issues with like the Bram stuff and that it was so so much of them just trying to out mind fuck each other versus the author trying to mind fuck me which I would prefer but I think it was just that I would not put it down like I just I read it all I, I tried to just, oh, I'm only going to read this because I was going to space it out. But then I was like, no, I'll just gonna 
I'll read the whole thing in one sitting kind of thing. And then it was, I guess, the interesting intricacies of them learning how to play the long game and different things like that, that I just, Mm -hmm. it was interesting for me. I went into this with expectations that I was potentially going to cry and or like cringe or want to crawl into a tiny little hole. And like, I know this is super fucked up and I am disappointed that this did not send me into a depression spiral because I was fully expecting it to. And I think that's the thing is like, I know we joked about me enjoying the book, but I think that part of it was, is it didn't give the, what I thought it was going to give. And that's why I enjoyed it, which is fine. And I'm glad I liked it. But parts is when you go into a book expecting one thing and not getting it, regardless of whether you wanted it or not. When you go in with a certain expectation and you don't, it doesn't live up. In, in whichever direction. And honestly, I even tried to prepare myself by reading murdery books ahead of time to be like, okay, I'm going to put myself in the headspace of this is going to be dark. There's probably, and I knew there was murder and I knew there was a bunch of shit. I'm like, I'm going to prepare myself by reading a couple books kind of in that genre, romance and not romance. I have a non-romance book on my Kindle, but I wanted to put myself you in the knew? headspace. Yeah. What are you going to read? It's like, it's like a thriller book. Ooh. I know. I'm excited. But I feel like I didn't even need to do that. Like there was no, yeah, I didn't yeah. need to, uh, I didn't need to prepare myself mentally for the book because. And that's why I like, I, I tried my hardest. I was like, I was trying to be like nice. I was like, it really isn't that bad. Like there are some stuff, but it's not as but bad I don't, as I thought and it was going to be. I don't always believe Ariel because sometimes she's like, it's not that bad. And then I want to cry. So, or uh, I physically uh, am in a ball uh, and I'm like, we can't talk. <laughs> But and I'd be I like, think who are you? I, think, <laughs> I truly think you have been a little conditioned because you've Ariel's encountered some of these me. books. Well, I think you've encountered more of this world and these eclectic kind of weird books. Well, more. yeah, because our wheel has decided that is what is the deal. So our new wheel has more it's of a, a variety lot, on has it. Has a more variety on it, which is great. We collectively got together and decided to redo the wheel, um, yep. which we discussed. And because we, we wanted want, more of a variety. The next time we build a wheel, we are planning on doing it as like a live kind of video on TikTok and being able to kind of get input into it. We want to include people more now and we're trying to branch our things out and, you know, not be so reclusive. <laughs> and to get us even closer to the wheel, I'm going to just state right now that I don't think we needed to make a cucumber rating since Absolutely 90% not. of the stuff was grapey was, stuff. Okay. Yes. Yep. No. So that and that's it was glossy thing. grapey stuff. So it's like, yeah. Except I still Most, that, except that limo scene. Uh, I know. Yeah. The limo scene got me. It was rough. So yes. That was like the only one that wasn't like glossed over. And I, was oh, like, I know. Oh. And I wish it was glossed <laughs> over. Holy shit. But anyways. So yes. On that no. note, we are not going to cucumber rate it because... We've done it before. Just we can't. I can't. On the top. Uh, yeah. It's just it's, not. It's a right. tough one. So with that, we are going to spin the new wheel. And so we're going to wheel of fate and we're going to have so much fun. What are you going to do if like one of the dark ones pops up? First? It's probably going to happen. And you know what? It is what it is. Well, at least you'll be prepared. You'll already have the right mindset for it. That is true. I Maybe. will. So I am going to spin this motherfucker. This is one of mine. Oh, the alien, yeah, the alien one or whatever. It is called Captive 
of the Horde Kings by Zoe Is it Drake. by Zoe Driven? Okay. Making sure I pulled up the right one. Yep. She made a deal with the Dakari devil. Now he owns her. On the unforgiving planet of Dakar, I did what all the humans in our village did. Kept my head down, worked to provide for my family, and I certainly didn't break any Dakari laws to risk inciting the alien race's merciless wrath. The same couldn't be said for my brother, and one careless mistake brings a horde of the nomadic barbarian Dakari straight to our doorstep, led by their powerful horde king, a cold, ruthless, battle-scarred warrior demanding retribution. In order to save my brother's life, I do the unthinkable. I sell myself to the Horde King as his war prize. I agree to warm his furs, to travel with his horde across the wildlands of Dakar, and to never see my family again. But as I struggle with my new reality, are you laughing? I discover that my surly, mysterious, dominant Horde King never intended me for me to be his concubine. He wants me as his queen. Ariel, I could pa- I hear you kind of laughing as I was reading this because I didn't even have the screen for Zoom pulled up. Okay, not only... Is it funny? And it's going to be an, a very different book than this one. But the entire time you were reading this, every single time you said Dakari, I just went, Dakaris, every time in my head. So it's going to be a long episode with uh, Game of Thrones in my head. So no, she's going to be the Queen of Dragons, not the Horde Queen. So yeah, so this will be interesting. Uh, it is funny that the first one happened to be a my pick, which is wild. And it's in the monster realm of things. So it'll be interesting. Which works great because we are about to dive into October almost. We're getting towards the end of September. Mm-hmm. So we're vibing, getting close to... Yep, and our plan is for October, we're going to have a spooky book for one of the specials and then we do have some other specials and as well that kind of fit the vibe of october so yeah it'll be interesting i'm excited captive of the horde king join yeah. us next week for that read along <laughs>